the Bible says that the house of the Lord shall be called the house of prayer. Why is this so? Because prayer is one of the fundamental doctrines of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We engage God on the altar of prayer to make petitions. We engage God on the altar of prayer even to communicate with God. Hallelujah. And then we enforce our kingdom's influence through prayer. So prayer is so powerful. I can't emphasize this much. Hallelujah. So it's a great blessing to have you join us today. And I believe that God is going to bless you. God is going to reveal unto you truth that with prayer, you can access higher heights in him. Amen. So please share the link with somebody. You're going to bless someone by sharing the link with them. Hallelujah. So today, God, by his spirit, would want us to delve into a mystery, which is not a big mystery, but it's a mystery unto many believers. As far as encountering God in certain dimensions is concerned. Hallelujah. So I welcome you especially to Dexterity Church today. And today we are going to engage in the word of God. So as we always do it, we engage in the word of God to build our understanding, to build our faith and to build our wealth of knowledge. And by that knowledge, we actually engage on the altar of prayer. So we don't pray as if we don't know what we are praying for. No, we pray with understanding. We pray because the light of God's word has fallen upon us. Amen. In the book of Hosea chapter 4 verse number 6, the Bible says that my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. The people of God are destroyed not because the enemy was so powerful over them. No, the people of God were destroyed because they lacked knowledge. <laughs> Hallelujah. It's, it's a scripture that anytime I read, it dawns on me the need for knowledge to survive. Hallelujah. Even when it comes to God, to do with God to some dimension, you need knowledge. Because that forms the grounds upon which you can build anything. Hallelujah. So he says, my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And he says, because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will also reject thee. Hallelujah. It's very important. Because you've rejected knowledge, God said he's also going to reject you. <laughs> Mercy. Hallelujah. And so knowledge is very vital. So most of the time, anytime you decide to pray, you need to pray with understanding. In the book of John chapter 17, verse number 3, the Bible says, this is Jesus. He says, and this is life eternal. This is life eternal. That they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Hallelujah. So knowing God and knowing Jesus guarantees your eternal life. So when you are born again and you come into Christ, he says, this is life eternal. That you would know God and know Jesus whom God sent. Hallelujah. So on the altar of prayer and dexterity church, what we specialize in is that we spend time in the word of God to build our world of understanding. And upon that understanding, we stand to pray. 
Hallelujah. So today, God, by his spirit, would want us to look at a dimension that our, fo- our prayer is actually going to be focused on. So our emphasis for today is my life is a sign and a wonder. Most of our topics are prayers of enforcement. Okay. So my life is a sign and a wonder. If you are watching, you can say with me, say my life is a sign and a wonder. Hallelujah. Now by this confession and by the teachings of God's word that is coming today, I believe that you are going to access all the spiritual missiles necessary for you to be catapulted even to this height in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So as believers, it's important we understand what we have become in Christ. Hallelujah. Now, when you come into Jesus, when you are born again, you need to understand the place you have come. This is very essential. Now, this understanding is actually important because it is not a physical occurrence. It's actually a spiritual occurrence. Okay. It's something that's supernatural. That's beyond the natural. Therefore, you need this understanding. You need to understand if I come into Jesus, if I accept Jesus as my Lord and I believe in my heart that he died and he is the son of God and he resurrected and he's alive forevermore. When you are saved, you need to understand that that state you have entered. The Bible says that if any man is born again, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. So as a new creature, what is it that you are? When you have this understanding, it's going to help you to make your life a sign and a wonder. Now, ignorance is so powerful. It's so powerful that it has the capacity to cripple you in spite of the resources you have at, at your disposal. So, choosing to be ignorant makes you a prey. Even in our normal settings, has it happened to you where you had an item and you placed somewhere and for some time you couldn't remember where you placed the item? You'd realize that You know the item, but you don't know its location. And that can take you so much time and so much effort just in search for that item. There are times where sometimes the things we have, even they may be with us, they may be in your pocket and you don't even know they're in your pocket. Unfortunately, there are circumstances where we find these items in our hands and we still keep looking for them. The ignorance in this scenario is that the item we knew or we don't know where the item can be found therefore we are wambling around trying to locate that item the state of dilemma you place yourself when you can find some of these items that is that same or similar scenario when you prefer some of the things the bible says we have become but you still don't see it hallelujah so you can have a car and because you don't know how to drive you will be in the trauma or the challenge of trying to find a transport to where you want to go to it's not because you don't have a car you have a car but the challenge is you lack the knowledge that can help you to drive that car you lack the understanding and experience and that makes you 
invalid as far as driving is concerned. There are many believers we have come to understand, oh, God has made us great. But what's the wealth of knowledge that will make this greatness materialize? And so by today's service, I believe that the power of God is going to build your wealth of understanding. The power of God is going to make you understand much more. What can make you a sign and a wonder? Hallelujah. Let's read the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 16. Thank you, Jesus. Romans 8, 16. We are reading to verse 17. Okay. The Bible says, The Spirit himself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. There is no doubt you are a child of God. The Spirit himself even bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. So, in no doubt, should you think you are not a child of God if you've accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, the Bible says that the Spirit of God will bear witness with our spirits. Verse 17, and he says, And if children, then heirs. He says, if you are a child of God, then you are entitled to something. You are an heir. Of what? He says, heirs of God. An heir is someone who has the legal right and access to an inheritance or something worthwhile. So he says that if you are a child of God, then you are an heir. You are entitled to some things. Wow. It says, and joint heirs with Christ. Wow. That means that the things, the resources that Jesus has access to, we also have equal access to some of these things or all of them. And he says, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Okay, so he says that if we suffer with him, we will glorify with him together. That's for another day. But the point I want you to understand is that if you are a child of God, you are an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. Hallelujah. Now, in the book of Psalm 82 Psalm 82 verse 6 The Bible says I have said ye are gods Now if you are a child of God that means that the life that flows through God is what flows through you So for instance if I have a child I can't call that child a table No That child is a human because I'm a human that's in that same vein if you're a child of god you are god you are not the god we worship you are not the god that life comes from but you are an offspring of god now in the book of psalm 82 verse 6 he says i have said ye are gods so this is god telling his people he says you are gods look at the next part he says and all of you are children of the most high do you get it? So, you are God because you are a child of God. Now, in this scripture, the God, he uses small. Small g. Why? Because this God is not in reference to the Godhead, the God we worship. Hallelujah. Which is a topic for another day. We will treat that. But then he says, I have said ye are gods. And all of you are children of the Most High. Verse 7. 
But, whoa, why but? Because we are God and we are children of the Most High. That should be the end of it. He says, but ye shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. Wow. After we are gods, why would we die as men? How can God die as a man? This is very interesting. Now, verse 5 would make us understand. Okay, so verse 5 gives us the context. Okay, now let's jump up to verse 5. He says, They know not. <laughs> so, he says, You are gods and you are children of the Most High, but then you die like men and fall like one of the princes. Now, the verse 5 gives us the reason. He says, They know not. Neither would they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. They know not. One, you don't know. You don't have the requisite knowledge of the nature you have. Therefore, you will die like men. Yes, you are God, but you die like men. Because you don't know. He says, neither would they understand. You see, because you don't know, you can't understand. So there are many believers, even at this point of the advancement by the mercies and the grace of God in technology to understand even God, they don't even understand what is meant by a new creature in Christ. Some believers are even arguing about who is God. It shows the level of knowledge they have. He says, you will die like men. So that means that the resources that are available in God may not profit you. It's not because you don't have access to them. It's because you lack that knowledge that caused these elements to work for you. So he says, they know not, neither will they understand. They walk in the darkness they walk in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of his cause. Hallelujah. So, of course, we are the children of God. But we need to know. To understand. And that knowing and understanding will then make us walk in light. The Bible says that the path of the just is as a shining light. That shines more and more unto the perfect day. That means that the Bible says, even Jesus, he said that ye are the light of the world. How can light be walking in darkness? They know not. Neither do they understand. And as a result, they walk in darkness. I pray that at, by the end of this service, you will never walk in darkness in the name of Jesus. May the mercies and the grace of God even give you grace to access every light you need. To walk on every path he's ordained for you in destiny. Say a big amen to that. Hallelujah. Now, Galatians chapter 4 verse 1. Quickly. I've taken my time to teach this so that we would have deeper understanding. No ration. Okay. Galatians chapter 4 verse 1. Are you there? Galatians chapter 4 verse 1. The Bible says, now I say that the heir, 
as long as he is a child, different nothing from a servant, though he be Lord of all. Don't forget the Bible, I'm building something. He says, we are joint heirs together with Christ. We are heirs of God. He says, now this heir, the one who had come to be a child of God, he says, as long as he is a child, different nothing from a servant. Now, that word servant is actually slave. So ideally, though this heir has been promised mighty things, you can't distinguish this heir from someone who is not an heir. And the reason is not because, or the reason is because they lack something. The reason is not because they don't have that nature of God, no. The reason is because they are children. So he says, as long as he is a child, different nothing from a slave, though he be Lord of all, though you are Lord of all, though you have power over many things, you are still a child, therefore you are a slave. So the challenges of men will be your challenges. That's why I say you shall die like mere men. You shall die like men. That means that as a child of God, you have the nature of God. Circumstances that affect men shouldn't affect you. Circumstances that don't affect people shouldn't affect you. Or that affect people shouldn't affect you because you have a higher life. However, as long as you are a child, you shall not excel in the things of God as far as the nature of God is concerned. So he says, this heir is like a slave. Verse 3 says, but it's under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. But it's under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. So as long as you are an heir, you need to be under tutorage and leadership until the time appointed of the father. God created everyone for a special purpose. And even the fulfillment of these purposes is attached to your growth. Hallelujah. So it says it's under tutors and governors. In the book of Jeremiah, it says, I will give you pastors after my own heart who shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. So God has set principles in place to help you to have access to the world of knowledge and understanding that will lead to your victory in the new life you've received. Hallelujah. So he says, this uh, is given to tutors and governors until the time appointed of the Father, verse 3. Even so, we... Now, listen to the apostle. He says, even so we when we were children were in bondage under the elements of the world but when the fullness of the time was come what is the fullness of the time he says god sent forth his son made of a woman made under the law verse 5 to redeem them that are under the law that we might receive the adoption of sons and because ye are sons god has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts crying Abba Father. Verse 7. Wherefore, thou art no more a servant but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ.
Hallelujah. But look at verse 8. He says, How be it? Then when ye knew not God, ye did service unto them which by nature are not gods. She didn't know God. She didn't know God. He says, This is life eternal. That they may know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ whom thou hast sent. Hallelujah. Is somebody following? So, the signs and wonders dimension is a promise because he has promised us many things. Okay? But then he says, we are, we need to grow. We need to attain certain heights to be able to live that life. And I have a beautiful case study to show you from the scripture. How that maturing in the kingdom is what guarantees you access to your life being a sign and a wonder. Hallelujah. So don't let anyone deceive you into thinking that since you are born again, you automatically have attained the impactful life status. No. The same way when a child is born, the child needs to be nurtured. Even before the child can speak. Even before the child can walk. So is it in the things of God. Hallelujah. Even the kingdom of God. So you need to grow. Else you will only be wishing. You would only be wishing for the promises of God because you have failed to attain growth. Hallelujah. So, for example, your dad can, even in our physical world, okay, uh, normal life settings, your dad can will many properties to you. But then, it depends on every country, but some countries have specific age that you need to attain to be able to have dominion or to be able to be given all the inheritance so interestingly your dad can will his whole house to you but that house will be in charge of someone until you have grown to attain that age so is it in the spirit many believers in spite of the number of years they've been born again the number of years they've been going to church in the realm of the spirit they are still children therefore there are dimensions of this inheritance or this heritage they have they are not accessing much hallelujah the bible says that anyone who believes in my name they will cast out devils why is it that certain promises of jesus are not finding full expression in our lives but then we see these manifestations in other people and the reason is because these people have matured therefore instead of you worrying decide you are going to grow the day you decide you are going to grow you actually begin to make steps towards that thing god has promised us about hallelujah so even jesus had to grow to attain the status of christ <laughs> jesus the son of god came to live an exemplary life for us to emulate jesus had to grow hallelujah now in the book of luke chapter 2 verse number 40 let's look at what the bible says about jesus luke chapter 2 verse 40 it says and the child grew talking about jesus and walked strong in spirit filled with wisdom and the grace of god was upon him and the child grew jesus was a child but he didn't remain a child now this growth is not necessarily in regards or with regards to his physical growth don't forget this was with regards to his spiritual growth because he is a child of god 
and he had an assignment to accomplish however he had to grow so he says the child grew not physical please spiritual he grew in the things of god the kingdom for which into which he was born he grew in the things of the kingdom now the next verses are going to give us context for this growth so verse 41 he says now his parents went to jerusalem every year at the feast of the passover verse 42 and when he was 12 years old they went up to jerusalem after the custom of the feast verse 43 and when they had fulfilled their days as they returned the child jesus tarried behind in jerusalem and joseph and his mother knew not of it at the age of 12 he tarried behind verse 44 but they supposing him to have been in the company went a day's journey and sought him among their king's fold and acquaintance and when they found him not they when they found him not they turned back again to jerusalem seeking him so they thought jesus had taken the lead only to realize he was not found so they went back to jerusalem to look for jesus what did they find verse 46 and it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple three days they found jesus in the temple what was he doing sitting in the midst of the doctors both hearing them and asking questions at the age of 12 he was asking questions and hearing them jesus knew that for him to access some all that god has ordained for him as a child of god he had to grow and this agency was so strong in his spirit that when he got the opportunity of growth he took advantage of it he didn't tell his parents he said you know what i need to grow to take my place in the kingdom <laughs> look at verse 47 don't think this was when jesus had started growing no don't forget the first scripture it says and the child grew so verse 47 gives us context it says and all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and answers so jesus wasn't only asking questions and listening he was also answering questions <laughs> as a believer how many questions about the kingdom of god can you answer if someone asks you any question at all would you have the wealth of understanding to answer them don't forget at the age of 12 people were astonished at the understanding of jesus and his answers wow so growth is essential if jesus had to go how much more us because for jesus right from his infancy his life and everything so the beautiful thing about jesus is that whilst he was growing physically he was growing spiritually as well but for us some of us might have been born again just yesterday or for some few years so you ask yourself how can i grow as fast as i need to that will be answered for you shortly so let's read the book of hebrews chapter 5 verse 12. apostle apostle paul had issue with some believers 
in this scripture so hebrews chapter 5 verse 12 now listen to the apostle of god he says for when for the time ye ought to be teachers ye ought to be teachers so you had need that one teach you again which be the first principles of the oracles of god and i become as have need of milk and not of strong meat now this is with regards to their spiritual growth he says that there was a time that or the by the time so since you were born again up until now i was expecting that you would have become a teacher of other people but then you had to be taught all over again and it's like you don't need strong meat but milk that means that anyone who is born again the first thing you need is the milk of the word he says you still need milk because you are refusing to grow so physically they might have been in the kingdom for about 20 years but spiritually they are still children so 20 years physically you can expect so there are expectations that if you've been born again for a while there are certain realities in the kingdom you need to understand however there are many people who don't have understanding sometimes not even a single understanding about the things of the kingdom so for the time they were supposed to be teachers of other people they still had need of milk hallelujah and this the apostle peter brings to light in the book of first peter chapter number two verse one so in first peter chapter two verse one He says, Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guilt and hypocrisy and envy and all evil speaking, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. So, when you are born again, you need the sincere milk of God's word. That will help you to grow. Hmm. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word. So you need to desire. There should be something in you that drives you towards growth in the kingdom. That drives you towards the milk of the word that can cause you to grow. Hallelujah. So you don't need anything if you are born again today. What you need is the milk of the word as far as growth is concerned. Okay. The same way when a child is born, the child feeds on breast milk for a while before the child can graduate onto other things so is it in the things of god in the book of Acts, chapter 20 verse 32 so we are still building our wealth of understanding about the need for growth if our lives can be a sign and a wonder hallelujah so in the book of Acts, chapter 20 thank you jesus Acts chapter 20 verse number 32 the Bible says, And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified. He says, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you. So, building up comes before giving. 
So yes, you are an heir. But until you are built up, there can't be a given. That is why there are many promises in the scriptures. We read and confess them, but we don't see their manifestation. The problem is we are not growing. Growth is essential. So he says that I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. When you are built up, then you will receive an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. So this inheritance is not for everybody. It's for those who mandate upon their lives to grow. So he said that this inheritance is for those who will be built up among them that are sanctified so anyone who is born again is sanctified of god and is cleansed by the blood of jesus however inheritance will be given to those who are built up so for our lives to be a sign and a wonder even in our generation even in our fields of work even in any dimension of life you operate you need to understand that you need knowledge now this knowledge is not the physical knowledge this knowledge is the knowledge of the kingdom in which we come from hallelujah now the same way when we go to school or in schooling there are placements so there are levels at the undergrad level they have the level 100 200 whatever it's in that same vein growth in the things of god is concerned you can't skip growth to attain anything no you need growth to attain anything hallelujah so understand that the kingdom of god does not function like how the world's kingdom function there are rules of engagement there may be some context where similarities are possible but holistically the foundations of our kingdom is different from the foundations of the world therefore we need to put ourselves in the discipline and interest and desire to know what this kingdom that we've been translated into is and what is required of us as believers hallelujah now in the book of james chapter 1 verse 21 the apostle james brings out a beautiful mystery relevant or requisite for our growth hallelujah he says wherefore lay aside all filthiness and superfluity of nothingness and receive with meekness the engrafted word of god which is able to save your souls I want to read the Amplified Version. It says, So get rid of all uncleanness and rampant outgrowth of wickedness and in a humble, gentle, modest spirit. Listen, to receive or to grow in this kingdom, you need to be humble. Most of the time, when someone sees the word of God, oh, he sees a preacher, pray, oh, forget them. You know, these people, they are hungry and they need money. As a believer, you shouldn't speak like that because there are people God has entrusted our growth into. So, you watching this service like this, you are growing. That is how you grow in the things of the Spirit. So, the Bible says that through the foolishness of preaching. So, 
The growth in our kingdom works by the mystery of preaching. Or the mystery of preaching is one of the principal ways we access the knowledge and understanding necessary for our growth. Hallelujah. So he says that, calm down, humble yourself, be gentle, be modest, and receive and welcome the word which implanted and rooted in your heart contain the power to save your soul. So humble yourself and listen. Open your heart. Don't say, well, I've been born again for 20 years. Is it today you are going to tell me this? The things, there are rules of engagement in the things of the spirit. Hallelujah. Now, let's listen to Jesus, what he had to say about growth. Thank you, Jesus. Now, Matthew chapter 18. We are reading verse 2 to 5. Okay. Matthew chapter 18, verse number 2 to verse 5. Thank you, Jesus. I read, he says, And Jesus called a little child unto him, and set him in the midst of them. Let's start from verse 1 so that we will get the context properly. So, verse 1, At the same time came the disciples unto Jesus, saying, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? A great question has been asked. Who is the greatest in the kingdom that we've been graced to be part of, which is the kingdom of God? Who is the greatest? Jesus didn't say A or B. No, look at what Jesus did. Then Jesus called a little child unto him and set him in the midst of them. Verse 3, And he said, Verily I say unto you, except he be converted, that is, being born again, and become as little children, <laughs> ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. What does it mean to enter into the kingdom of heaven? Don't forget, the question is about who shall be great. And Jesus is saying, enter into the kingdom. Because in the kingdom, so for example, to enter into the kingdom, what Jesus actually meant was to enter into rulership in the kingdom because the greatest is the one who would have everything under his or her command therefore to enter into the leadership system of the kingdom he brings a child and says that look at this child except you are first converted born again and become as a little child you shall not enter into the kingdom then he says whosoever therefore shall humble himself as this little child the same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Why? Because this person would have access to the wealth of knowledge that would place him or her at the place of rulership. So, the apostle of God said, as newborn babes, desire. Newborn babes, are you born again? Desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow. Desire it. Let it be something you go after. Once you go after everything, don't forget, you need the sincere milk to make a difference. Hallelujah. So Jesus himself says it. He says, unless you become like this child, he shall not enter. Thank you, Jesus. Now, we need to understand that the fact that something is preached from the word of God 
doesn't mean it is the word of God. Let me make that clear. Many people use the Bible to support their ideologies. That is why the Bible says that Apostle of God said that I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. The word of his grace. He didn't say the word of God. The word of his grace. Because the word of his grace is the place of the access God gives his people. Okay? And this access is when the word becomes a blessing. The word becomes that which you need for growth. That's why the apostle of God, Paul, said that as newborn babes, no, Peter, he says, as newborn babes, desire the sincere milk of the word that he may grow thereby. And then Paul said that, you see, the time you ought to be teachers, you need milk and you will not be take, able to take strong meat. So there are many believers, they've not taken meat, but they want to take strong meat and they get confused. The kingdom has levels and principles. If you want your life to be a miracle and a wonder, then you need to know this. He says, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. So God has graced people to dish out his word for your growth. Hmm. This is very important. God has graced people. That is why not all are preachers. Not all are giving access to certain mysteries of the kingdom. Someone will say, well, I have the Bible, so I can read the Bible and be okay. No, you read the Bible, but it wouldn't be the word of his grace. So you can read the Bible, you have the Bible knowledge, but it doesn't communicate life. Please, are you following? Now, in the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11, let's read the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse number 11. I read, it says, and he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Verse 13. So we all come in the unity of the faith. The unity of the faith unto a perfect man. He says, so we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the son of god of the knowledge you see unity in faith and of the knowledge so god give grace to men and give grant them access to mysteries relevant for our growth therefore whenever you join service like this what you've actually come to encounter is the word of his grace and right within your spirit the Spirit of God is building you. You are being built. The same way when a child takes milk and we don't know how the bones begin to enlarge and this tiny little baby begins to grow and take weight and grow and take weight. It's that same way when this word of His grace comes, it builds you. So there are people who have been in churches for ages. They listen to preaching, but they are not growing because the word of His grace that can cause them to be built up is lack. But thank God that His grace is even available to build you even in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. He says, Till we all come unto the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. That is the desire of God. Hallelujah. 
So we see across the scriptures, God entrusting certain men with certain graces to ensure that his people are built. So in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9, thank you, Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 17. The apostle of God says, if I do this thing willingly, I have a reward. But if against my will, a dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. A dispensation of the gospel is committed unto me. In other words, a special place within the gospel has been committed to me. So a man has been committed a dispensation of the gospel. Hmm. In the book of Galatians chapter 2 verse 7. So anytime you hear we preachers preach the word of God, be open-hearted to receive and the spirit of God will help you to grow as you hear the word. Hallelujah. Now, it says Galatians chapter 2 verse 7. But contrarywise, when they saw that the gospel of the uncircumcision was committed unto me, as the gospel of the circumcision was unto Peter, the apostle of God could break distinctions, the dispensations committed to men. Hallelujah. That is the wisdom of God operating for his kingdom on earth. He gives men the grace and opens their heart and spirit to a dispensation to truths of his word that causes people to grow so desire growth desire to always grow in the things of god open up your heart and mind to receive with meekness the engrafted word of god which is able to save your soul hallelujah now i'm going to give a case study then we begin to pray okay now our case study of how growth is essential for our lives being a miracle and a wonder we are using peter as a case study now we just read that a whole dispensation was committed unto peter who is peter who is peter that a whole dispensation is committed to him what did he do what did he do that made a difference in the book of Matthew chapter 4 verse 9, oh, Matthew chapter 4 verse 19 rather, we see where this man began his journey. So Matthew chapter 4, let's start from verse 18. And Jesus, walking by the sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter, and Andrew his brother, casting a net into the sea. For they were fishers, a fisherman, and a whole dispensation has been committed to him. How did Peter graduate from being a fisherman to be an apostle whose life was full of miracles and signs and wonders? How? How was this possible? Jesus said, follow me and I will make you. Listen, no man makes anybody. A man can make you as far as Jesus commits him to making you. Very essential. It is Jesus that makes us. Okay, so Jesus called this fisherman and he said, Follow me and I will make you. 
fishers of men. Now, this man begins to work with Jesus. For the sake of time, I'm just going to preach it. He begins to work with Jesus and Jesus teaches them. There are several sections in the Bible. The four Gospels where Jesus will gather his disciples and teach them and guide them and teach them and guide them. So, Jesus spent three and a half years with these people who were his disciples. He trained and taught them. And an incident happened. In the book of Matthew chapter 26, verse 34, quickly. Matthew 26, 34. Jesus said unto him. Let's start from, okay. Jesus said unto him, Verily I say unto thee, that this might, this night before the cock crows, thou shalt deny me, thrice and peter said unto him though i should die with thee yet will i not deny thee likewise also said all the disciples now jesus said he was going to die and peter said oh jesus if you are going to die i'm going to die with you and this man who had worked with jesus for over three and a half years he said that if even it is dying i'm ready to die with you but look at what happens. I'm trying to show you how Peter grew and matured across stages. Okay, so the same chapter, let's jump to verse 69. Now, Peter sat without. So this is when Jesus had been caught and he was being carried from place to place and beaten and all that. Now, he was Peter was sneaking through just watching what was happening. So he went to hide and was watching. And now Peter sat without in the palace. And a damsel came unto him and saying, Thou also was with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all saying, I know not what thou sayest. I don't even understand what you are saying. Peter had worked with Jesus for three and a half years. Jesus said, you will deny me. And it came to pass. But this man didn't give up. He knew that his growth is essential because if he matures, he can overcome and make his place. So this man who denied Jesus went to ask for forgiveness and carried on with its development. So in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 14, we now see this man who is a fisherman who was with Jesus for three and a half years, who even denied Jesus begin to speak so in the book of Acts chapter 2 verse 14 thank you Jesus Acts chapter 2 verse 14 he says but Peter standing up with 11 now this is when the Holy Spirit was poured out okay they were gathered in the upper room and the Holy Spirit came and people saw them speaking with other tongues others said they were drunk with new wine so Peter stood and he began to speak listen but Peter standing up with the eleven lifted up his voice and said unto them ye men of Galilee ye men of Judea and all ye that dwell in Jerusalem be this known unto you and hearken to my words a man who is a fisherman now stands to speak and he begins to quote scriptures upon scriptures he begins to bring light to some 
mysteries even in the Old Testament. The man who was a fisherman. How did Peter know some of the scriptures? How did he even have that depth of understanding? It was because he was grown. He made growth essential in his life. Now, this man begins to speak. So, right after chapter 14, or verse 14, Peter speaks and speaks up until verse 37. Now, in verse 37, he says, Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in the heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? And Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The man who was a fisherman had matured so much that he could teach other people and lead other people to Christ. The Apostle of God said that when he ought to be teachers, he had need that someone teach you again the oracles, which be the first principles of the oracles of God, and had such of need of milk and not of strong meat. There is a point in our lives where Jesus should find expressions in our lives. Your life should be a channel of blessing unto somebody. You should be able to effect growth unto other people. The same way when there are siblings, the older sibling is able to help the younger one grow. There's a point in our lives with God where you can be a blessing unto other people. Desire growth. So we see that Peter had matured. And let's look at the scripture where his life now began to express in other dimensions which were signs and wonders. Acts chapter 2 Acts chapter 3, sorry we are reading from verse 2 it says, And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful to ask arms of them that entered into the temple. Verse 3 Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked an arm and peter fastened his eyes upon him with john said look unto, unto us or look on us and he gave heed to them expecting to receive something of them then peter said silver and gold have i none but such as i have i give it thee such as i have the man who is a fisherman has now come to be in possession of something the man who denied Jesus even before a young girl has now matured to have something. He didn't say such as is for somebody. He says such as I have. Now, the inheritance has been given. The promises are now finding full expression in this man's life. And he says, such as I have. I have matured in the things of God. Such as I have. I have matured. And I'm no longer a child, therefore, I'm an heir and I have access to the resources in the kingdom. So the resources I have access to, I'm going to make you a beneficiary, such as I have. I give it thee. He giving, Peter giving somebody something. He says, I don't have gold, I don't have silver, but I have something. That will make your life 
beautiful. Now he says, such as I have, I give that day. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. This man had received something. So Jesus says, he that believeth on me, in my name, in my name, in my name. But we forget that even Jesus had to mature. He had to grow. Therefore, making growth essential in our lives as believers is what guarantees our access to higher heights in God. He said, such as I have, I give it thee. And because he knew he had something, he held the man by the hands and took him up. He took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And immediately, his feet and ankle bones received strength. So, Peter had the strength the man required to be able to walk again. And therefore, many people came to believe in Jesus. Because this representative of Jesus had matured and granted access. Don't forget, in the book of Galatians, it says, Until the time appointed of the Father. So, God is the one who would give grant you access as you grow. But make no mistake to think that you can implement the blessings out of the blue. Don't be deceived. Even Jesus had to grow. And he made that an important factor in his life. Growth is essential. Hallelujah. So, he says that, And Peter held him by the hands. And he leaped up, stood and walked, and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. Now, Peter was able to introduce this man to the temple. He was not able to enter. It took a man who had received the inheritance to make an impact. And he says, verse 9, And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Verse 10, and they knew that it was he which sat at the arms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder. You see, now Peter's life began that wonder dimension display. He says, the people were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. Your life is a sign and a wonder. What this man needed was a man who had matured in God. Who had made growth an essential part of his life. So when we say make my life a sign and a wonder. We are actually praying that. Praying for the readiness of heart. And readiness of mind. To access the growth we need. To be able to manifest. As God has determined for us. Hallelujah. So Peter. Gave the man strength. He thought he needed gold and silver. He gave the man strength. I thought gold and silver was so important. The man had been receiving gold and silver and people didn't see any wonder in it. But that which brought wonder was the inheritance of God. So believers of God, listen. The inheritance of God are for them that are matured. As an heir, you need to grow. And then the time that the Father has appointed unto you, you would be in display. He has granted us access to mysteries of the kingdom to help you grow. He says, if you are like a child, you can enter into the kingdom. You have access to the leaderships in the kingdom. Why? Because humility and being like a child is the easiest way. And that is how the kingdom works. 
So humble yourself enough and dedicate some time for growth and see the dimension of God you are going to enjoy. Many will look at you and say, hey, is this not the guy we thought was nothing? <laughs> People will be amazed and will be filled with wonder just watching your life because you've dedicated yourself to growth in the things of God. Hallelujah. So I would like to encourage you that from today, make growth an essential part of your life. Join us every Wednesday. Join us in our services. Listen, God's power is available to help you grow and place you in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Now, we have a few prayer points we are going to pray. Listen, prayer is essential. And as I said, we build the foundation of faith and knowledge that helps us to pray with light. The Bible says, The entrance of thy word giveth light, and it giveth understanding unto the symbol. Now that we have access to light, we are praying with light that many mighty things can align and work for us. Hallelujah. Is somebody ready to pray? Lift up your voice, begin to pray wherever you are. Badade, shade, gaba, gaba. Rekata, pa, 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 pa. Jante, Now, our first prayer point. We are praying that, Father, in the name of Jesus, align my life and destiny onto the path of my growth in your kingdom in the name of Jesus Christ. Now, as you are watching me, in the realm of the spirit, your growth may be at a specific age or at a specific level. Therefore, everyone's need may be different. Hallelujah. So we are praying with light that, Father, in the name of Jesus, align my life and destiny onto the path of my growth. Align my life and destiny onto the path of my growth in your kingdom in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ, lift up your voice and begin to pray wherever you are watching from. Pray, 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 pray. Align my life and destiny onto the path of my growth in your kingdom, in the kingdom of heaven, in the name of Jesus Christ, in the name of Jesus Christ. Rantere <laughs> 
Jante de bere 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 Rikata kapa kapa Jante de bere bere Rante de bere du Shanda gaba Rikabada di Shande de 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 Zempete bere 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 Rikabada du Shande ge bere 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 Yante de bere du Shada da 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 Rikababa bara du Shande bere bere Rikata da bara di Rikababa baba Yante de bere du Shanda gaba Rate de bere 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 du Shande ge bere 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 Rikata kata kata Jante de bere 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 Yante de bere du Shaka pataba Yam patabara du Rikatu shadigaba Rante de bere 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 Yanka papa papa Jante de bere Rante de bara du Shadagaba gaba Rikata kapa In the name of Jesus Christ Now we are praying that Father in the name of Jesus let me encounter the word of your grace ordained for my growth in this season of my life and beyond in the name of jesus christ the apostle of god says that i commend you to god and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and give you inheritance among them that are sanctified so we are praying our father in the name of jesus may i encounter the word of your grace ordained for my growth in this season of my life and beyond in the name of Jesus Christ, lift up your voice and begin to pray. Badado shadega bagaba gaba, rikata pata badado sha, rikata kapa kapa, yante de bere bere bere, rakato shadega balagaba, rante de bere do shanda bada 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 bada, rikapata kapa, yante de bere 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 bere, rikata tata zante de bere bere bere, rikata badado sha, yante de bere 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 bere, rakapata badado sha, rante de bere bere bere. Yantada baradi shande gaba rakatatata zapata pata pata rikabaradu shande bere bere bere. Let me encounter the word of your grace ordained for my growth in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Bante pararusha rikate kapapapa jasepete bere 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 rantaradu shanda gaba gaba rikatatata zempete pete rikatosha yantere bere 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 rikato shanda gaba let me encounter the word of your grace ordained for my growth in this season of my life and beyond in the name of jesus christ in the name of jesus christ Lift up your voice, pray, pray, pray. Bandigavas, Rikata Kata Kata, Jantere Bere 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 Bere, Rantere Bere Bere Bere, Rikatosha, Yantere Bere Bere Bere, Yankapata Kapa, Jantere Bere 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 of jesus christ hallelujah now the same way in growth or with regards to growth you can grow and lack certain nutrients that makes for your holistic well-being it's in that same vein that sometimes as believers we may grow in some dimension and lack growth in other dimensions hallelujah so we are praying that father in the name of jesus show me where i need to improve in my growth 
in the kingdom in the name of jesus christ you see sometimes when a child is not growing well it takes a diagnosis to reveal the areas of the child's life that needs more growth or that is retarding in growth hallelujah so it's important we pray that god reveal unto us the dimensions of our lives that we need to improve as far as growth in the kingdom of god is concerned hallelujah so we are praying that father in the name of jesus show me where i need to improve in my growth in the kingdom in the name of jesus christ in the name of jesus christ lift up your voice and begin to pray Father, show me where I need to improve in my life in the name of Jesus Christ. Areas of growth that I need to go in the name of Jesus Christ. in the name of jesus christ hallelujah now we are praying our last prayer point we are praying that father as i develop and grow in the kingdom of god and trust unto me the signs and wonder living to be a proof of your presence to the saving of many people in my generation now the promises of god given unto us is not for us necessarily to boast of his demonstration but then the overall motive of god is that this inheritance should be channels through which many will come to know him that's why when peter demonstrated this dimension he led the man together with them into the temple and they praised the lord and many glorified and praised god not peter therefore we are praying that father in the name of jesus as i develop and grow in the kingdom of heaven and trust unto me the signs and wonder living to be a proof of your presence to the saving of many people in my generation in the name of Jesus Christ, lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, 
in the name of jesus christ hallelujah we are praying the father in the name of jesus grant me access to every meal of the word i need every meal new he says as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the world and he says that strong meat is for them who are mature therefore we need to know the meal required of us we are praying our father grant me access to the meal required of me to grow as you want in the name of jesus lift up your voice quickly and pray Lift up your voice and pray. Beloved of God, God bless you so much. Now, if you want to give your life to Jesus, this is a great opportunity to give your life to Jesus. Don't forget. He died for you and I. You don't have to do anything extraordinary. What you have to do is to believe that this man Jesus died for you. And he resurrected for your glory. And if you accept him, he will enter into your life and make your life much gracious, much beautiful. And overall, you will make your place as a child of God in the kingdom. In the book of Revelation, it says, Behold, I stand at the door and I knock. The one who opens me, I will come in and dine with you. Beloved of God, God loves you. That's why Jesus died for you. He didn't die for only those of us who are born again. He died for the whole world. He taketh away the sins of the whole world. But you just need to do one thing. Just believe that he died for you and confess. If you do this, you will be saved. If you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to lead you quickly. Just close your eyes, put your right hand on your heart and just say this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. I believe you died and you resurrected on the third day and you are alive forevermore. I confess you as my Lord and the Savior of my life. Thank you, Jesus, that today I'm a child of God. Thank you for saving me in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Oh, glory to Jesus. Dear one, we've come to an end of today's episode of God's Word. It was wonderful having you and we believe you have been blessed by the Word of God. Please follow us on our social media channels and groups with the name Dexterity Church. For more depths and inspirations from God, 
Please subscribe and follow us on Facebook, on YouTube, podcast, Telegram, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitch, all with the same name, Dexterity Church, to access our audio and video messages of God's Word. Have a blessed day, and we hope to hear from you very soon. May the mercies and the grace and the power of God sustain you in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.